All right, are you there? I'm here. You are there. You sound kind of low for whatever reason. I'm not quite sure why. Is it because I was talking low? Is this better? Mm, maybe, but we'll see. I probably, I could turn you up a little later too. Just making sure it's okay. not like super low. All right, guys, we are back with episode. 44 of I Don't Have a Name for This Yet podcast, and I am your humble and gracious host. Some people love me, some people don't, but that's for your own interpretation, I guess, and I have a special guest here. Uh, what do you want to go by today? Oh, um, let's go by... Um, that caught me off guard. Let's go by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. Oh man, okay, I was not prepared for this. Let's go by Dirty Dancer. Like Dirty Dancer, okay. <laughs> I, I I dig it. That's cool. That's Feeling cool. really Michael Jackson ish right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, we can do that. We can do that. How you been? How was the day? How you feeling? Um, my day actually went pretty well. I'm I'm doing pretty well. My day went good. No complaints. Glad it's hot day. So. Glad to hear that. My day was all right. It was all right. Uh, I was just ready to get up out of there, man. For whatever reason, I just was. But anyway, so you're gonna go by Dirty Dance. I'm gonna try to keep that um in mind. <laughs> so let's see. We let's get right into it. The first topic is, dang, where did I put it? I'm all unorganized right now. Mm. Anyway, are you nervous? No. Oh, he was born to do this? Uh, I don't know if I was going to do this, but <laughs> I know that I'm not nervous. Well, that's good. That's good. Okay, cool, cool. Well, as you all know, that 2020 has been a long year and we're nearing the end of the year. And I just kind of been doing a lot of reflecting on just like what's been going on. And I kind of want to touch bases on what like what we learned this year. Like what has this year taught us above all things? Um, well, for me this year, I learned a lot about... Um, well, financially, let's talk about that. You need to make sure that you're always, you know, stable or saving or have some source of, you know, continuous revenue regardless of what the market is doing. So, or you want to also have some type of career that you know is going to be stable no matter what. Um, so that's one thing uh, I want to say personally. I just learned to really just um, set goals and take the baby steps to reach them. Don't worry about getting to the big goal or the big picture. You want to take baby steps that will take you there. So every day, do a little something towards your goal. And that's kind of been the two biggest things that I've learned. Well, it's not too bad. Um, I'll tell you what I learned. I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned that I've learned to to be careful with what you say and what you do. Because sometimes it can turn around and bite you in the butt. Or it can, Ooh, yes. it can 
you know, and I've learned that, you know, like just who matters to me the most and what matters to me and like who's going to be there for me in the end, like who has my best interests at heart because sometimes you don't. Like this year, I think, I think I've learned to work on my relationships that I have with people. Like, you know, we're all at home, like we're all not doing anything. I've learned to just you know reach out to people more like even if they haven't reached out to me like just just try to keep mm-hmm. those relationships going um and just have a plan and you know and it just showed me a lot who who is really here for me and who's not because there's some people who i started this year with that are not here anymore like not because they're dead but it's just not like in my life and you know it just kind of make me, it makes me feel a little way like i don't feel bad but i just right. feel I just feel like it taught me something about that person and that, you know, time is of the essence and don't take anything for granted because you can be here today and gone tomorrow. Like whether you're dead or whether it's like somebody you care about, just you just not you just not fucking with them no more. Like it taught me a lot about that and just be prepared. Just be prepared. Like those are some of the lessons that I've learned. Mm. Yeah, that's good stuff. I think that was probably me about two or three years ago with my relationship you have to stop giving so much of to people that don't give to you or don't reciprocate that same energy and then also knowing that some people may be distant but that doesn't mean they're gone because they're going through their own thing so you can't necessarily group everyone together you kind of got to take things relationship by relationship because when I was in college, I had one friend. Um, when I went out to college, we weren't really that close. But of course, when I came back and we're more in the vicinity of each other, uh, we got back close how we were before I went off. So, mm-hmm. but she never, you know, n- never just was like, nah, I'm never going to talk to you again. Never like, never hit me up. Like, we would hit each other up randomly, you know, birthdays and just little stuff like that. But our friendship was still there. So you have to learn um, that each relationship is different and you got to treat each friendship, each relationship. Um, but you also just got to know your value. It's a difference from being distant because somebody is doing something or somebody's working on something. Like we were distant because I was in college. You know, I went away for college and she was here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we were distant because I just all of a sudden didn't want to pick up my phone and never want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I learned that about my relationships a couple years ago. Yeah, that that I, I definitely know how that feels. Like sometimes you just grow apart from people too, and that's one thing I have learned. And you said something mm-hmm. that that made me think of a segue to a next. Like it was gonna be a segue to my next one to one of the other topics, or like a topic that wasn't really on the docket, but it'll come back to my mind at some point. Um, <laughs> it will, man. You like do I, that all the time. You gotta speak on it right then. I didn't want to interrupt you. Like I, I'm trying to get better at, you know, not interrupting people. Like I, I, I don't tend to do that, but like I like to let people express their point and then, and then you know try to get mine. Like give everybody the floor. Like just kind of have good conversation etiquette. And then you start thinking about stuff, and then I got all these lights and shit over here. So I start looking at lights, making sure everything is going, going according to plan. I was gonna say you need to have a little notepad so you can just write your little thoughts down. I do. I have my computer up with my notepad so I can do like different. It's a lot of multitasking going on over because I have to really run this show by myself. It's crazy, and I got my other phone over here too. But um. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say something. Oh, it was because you said uh, about giving your time to people who are not giving you, you know, matching your energy back. 
and I've learned I've learned that this year too like that some people like you can give and give and give and give but sometimes people just will not match your effort match your output and like it taught me this year why people say like you know some people it's just kind of cliche to say I love you more than you love me like I do I, I, I understand it in a different way now than I ever did before because sometimes sometimes it's really like that and you know you can't really do much about it because that's just kind of how they are. Yeah, that's true. So I have I have been paying so attention true. to that. Like like I don't know. It's just really weird. It's just really weird to to just see that. Um, since we're on relationships, this is a good question. I wanted to ask you. Um, uh, no, we we'll go to we'll, we'll go we'll go here first. Why like why do you think people equate attractiveness to the quality of the significant other? Like does that does that necessarily equate just because like somebody is like drop dead gorgeous or handsome? Like does that mean that they actually have a good mate? And like why do people? Why do you feel like people do that? I don't know. I don't think people do that. Uh, I know I don't because. Uh, I don't do that. I honestly probably think the opposite. If you want me to be honest, like if I see a real attractive man, I'm probably thinking my head, like he ain't shit. <laughs> the good looking ones are always the worst. Like the ones that seem like they have it all together and they look the best, they're always like the most dog doggish type. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-mm. So that's my personal opinion. I don't know how everybody thinks that, um, but I guess I can assume why people would think that just because, you know. That's why we have to say everything glitters. That glitters is not gold, so it's just kind of the things. If it looks good, we assume it is good. Yeah, or so, or I just oh, go ahead. No, that was it. I said that because I know I know plenty of people just from social media and just people I know in real life, like the conversations we have, like everything is like based on your looks, and people feel like oh. uh like I look way better than your ex, or I look better than your next person, or whatever. Like, but but what makes you feel like just because you're cute that you're a good catch? Like, what makes you feel like mm. that you're a good partner in a relationship? Because like, being cute don't pay the bills. Like, it ain't gonna keep the lights on. It ain't gonna keep your relationship together because there's someone cuter out there. Like, there's always something better out there if you if you go looking for it. But I do feel like a lot of people feel like that they can just get by just off their looks or, like, when they break up with somebody, they got to go find somebody that they feel is a little bit more attractive than you. But they don't bring those qualities that you brought or that that person had brought. I think maybe I'm just beyond this topic. I may just be older because I don't see none of that. It could be, and I, but I guess people can do that. But my relationships have just taught me that, and I just I think that's maturity and growth because you just learn that it's not about that. It's the same way people feel about materialistic things, like when people have this house or they look like this on social media that they're, you know, they have everything going on. Again, the grass is not always green on the other side. You don't know what them two, that perfect Instagram couple, is really is about. You know, you don't know, and then if you're doing that to try to be spiteful over someone that was in your past and that means you really got some internal forgiving that you need to do like why are you still concerned with what they think if you're moving on to the next like i, yeah. I never understood that yeah i i, I definitely I never understood that. it like oh let me do this so my ex can see 
Yeah, people <laughs> people do do that. I know I know people who do that, and just just because I talk to a lot of people, you just you just get to picking their brains and you know stuff come out. But yeah. I, had, I I saw this on like on Twitter. I was just just reading like the thread and what people were saying. I was just like, dang, people really do believe this. Like, cause I don't. I don't pick my my significant other based on how they look like yeah it's a factor because that's the first thing that's really all you can go off until you get to know them but you don't have to be the exactly. cutest person in the room like it's more about how you treat me how you make me feel like what you like how you think like just who you are as a person because like i told people like the the, the most prettiest women that you can date usually give you the most fucking headache because they, they have like they, sometimes yeah. they can come with a lot of baggage or they come with like these different insecurities or they come with like just 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 shit that you just shouldn't have to deal with as somebody like my age or our age but people still right. do sometimes I do feel like people equate that as a come up or or a thing and I don't think that should be the end all be all when it comes to somebody you're dating oh absolutely not absolutely not like the older you get you started really staying firm on some non-negotiables like number one of course you want to be at least attracted to them i mean you don't have to feel like they're the baddest thing walking but something has to attract you to them and nine times out of ten it's going to be their looks it's not going to necessarily be you know um anything else but nine times out of ten it's going to be what what they look like but then you start looking at other stuff like i want somebody that does x y and z i'm not going to settle for somebody who doesn't do this this and this and so now you start looking for those other factors besides like you said beyond the looks and for women that think that like oh now i will say that the way you carry yourself and the way that you look will help you it doesn't mean that it will get get you everything you want but it'll definitely help you <laughs> um so like let's just say if you and somebody else was applying for a job interview y'all have the same qualifications um the supervisor nine times out of ten not because they're looking on purpose but because get not because they're looking on purpose but they're gonna probably pick the better looking person if they're both to have the same qualities yeah and that's something i talked about on one podcast before i was like pretty sometimes the more attractive people have it a little bit easier in life than someone who's not as attractive like for whatever reason True. like they may not even be True. equally qualified they'll take that person but right I, I do get what you're saying on that um so and i think it's the same for relationships if you kind of get into know somebody and you see this one is a little bit better looking nine times out of ten you're going to try to put more put forth more effort to the one that looks better yeah yeah nine times out of ten but that's just comes from discipline like i said maturity you got to go through that and do that uh picking and weaving and understanding what your non-negotiables are and what you're willing to settle for and what you're not mm -hmm. have you do you feel like you've ever done that like at any point in your life like chose just based solely off looks or majority off looks absolutely especially the younger me I, I mean definitely the younger me I definitely did that oh he's cute I'll deal with it I'll put up with his BS because he's really really cute <laughs> like absolutely I did that it happens I think I think I think everybody goes through it but like you said as you get older you start looking for different things so what are some of those things that you look for now versus what you had looked for in the past Um, okay, so <laughs> young me was looking for, you know, um, does he have a lot of money? Is he does he have kids? You know, stuff like that. Is he taller than me? You know, I would look for things like that. It's real shallow stuff to be honest. But now like 
I have a list of things like I I don't have any children of my own, so I prefer people that don't have children, but I had to change that list because, you know, I'm I'm older now. I'm 28. It is going to be, I mean, it is literally like finding a unicorn to find a man out here that does not have at least one. Yeah. So, you know, the closer I get to that 30 threshold, that's kind of what happened. So I had to realize for myself, you know, all right, Brianna, there's no kids thing. You pushing it. You pushing it. They're probably going to have one. Now you can make some limitations and say, okay, well, let's not go more than two. Two or three. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, like, I can do that. Like, if, and then I have a little, I'm a little bit more picky on that rule, too. Like, you can have two kids, but they need to be from the same person. And if they were from the same person, you need to have at least been engaged to that person or, like, attempted, you know what I'm saying? Or divorced, you know, married to them or whatever. And the reason why I say that is because if you decide to have two children with somebody, you didn't even try to make that commitment. Like, y'all were just like, nah, I got two kids and then that's it. So now I'm skeptical about commitment issues. So that, but that's a whole nother podcast, honestly. That, hey, you but, know uh, what? We're going to have to come back and visit that topic at, at some point because I, I got some I got some thoughts and ideas in that. But I did want to ask you before 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 you go to your next point. Um, dang, what was it? Dang. <laughs> I keep doing it. Um, well, we were talking about kids, so I don't know if it has something to do with kids. And oh, oh, what it was was like I would say that for like on the flip side for guys, because like for me, most of the women I've dated in my entire life, and I'm 32 now, have all had at least one kid. There's only been yeah. three women that I can mm. pick that have that I've dated who did not have kids. And when I found the ones who did not have kids, it was just like a miracle because for us to get that far along in life and them to be the age that they are and they don't have kids, it's like a rare sight. Like it's hard to find. It's always been that way. So it's only been three and that was in 2009. Uh, Yeah, I ain't gonna go into the years, but it's it's been a while since since that has happened. Like, but it's only been three. Yeah, it is. It's tough. Um, I think in my adult relationship, uh, how many people? Well, again, I, 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 they're younger, so I don't really know. They were, we were all younger, but they all have kids now, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, so what's my second thing? I said kids. I look for that. Um, then second, I look for I. Ideally, I want you to have the house, car, job, and I guess these are physical things, but it switches over to mental because. You don't have to have all those things because I'm not, I've not always been in the place that I am right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm in a good place, you know, make a decent amount of money. I got, got a nice house, got a nice car, you know what I'm saying? Got my own businesses and things like that going for myself. And, but again, I have not always been here. Like, you know, there was a point where I had to stay with my folks. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a point where I wasn't working or there was a point where I was just, you know, living off of tips, working at IHOP and Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there, there's been a point in my life, but I was always pushing, you know, I was in school. I was working on this, you know, I'm doing other things. I went back and got my master's, you know, I, 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 I was grinding. So thank you. I was grinding so I could make it to the next level. So I don't want to get overlooked by potential men because I wasn't there yet. And everybody's like, oh, what you bringing to the table? You got this, that, like, no, that's cool. You don't have to have everything together, but you do have to be trying to get everything together because that's the biggest thing. I cannot have a dude that is not like, that's complacent 
with being in a mediocre standpoint or complacent and not having, you know, the basic necessities, which to me is everybody needs to have a roof over their head. Everybody needs to have a vehicle and you need to have some type of job or steady income. So again, if you're missing one of those, like it may be staying with your folks. Be, be, I need to know the plan. Like, okay, so you've been staying with your folks for how long? That's funny. That's funny. That's not funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you've been staying with your folks for how long? Okay, you've been staying with folks for six months. Okay, your goal is to move out in at least, you know, a year to two years. Okay, cool. That's you saving. You working on that. But you've been with your folks for five years. Okay, now let's start to think about this. Like, you know, what do you, why? Why are you living with them for five years? Is it because, you know, you got your own type of apartment style set up downstairs in the basement so you really don't have to go nowhere? Or like, what? But the goal is to have you know, be working towards having all those things. Um, so that's probably my second point. You got thoughts on that before I continue to my third? Mm, I do, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, well, I don't really have any thoughts, but, well, I do. Uh, how long is too long to be staying there? Like, as somebody like our age up in, you know, long in the tooth, um, like, how long would be too long for you? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I want to say it's a, because if you've been staying with your folks for five years, but you're paying bills at your folks' house, you know what I'm saying? You're helping them out. Like, it's a different thing. Um, but I just need to know the backstory on that, like what you're doing. Like, oh, my mama's sick, so I kind of take care of her. Or, you know, like you said, like I said, they're paying all the bills there. And so now the um, parent is... Um, now, you know, they're responsible. They're doing their kind of stuff or whatever. But I, I don't want to put a specific time limit on it because I don't know, but it just has to make sense. You know, you just staying with your mama for five years and you not working and you haven't been trying to work. You just been kind of living your best life. Uh, now I have a, a situation like, granted, you can stay there because they're allowing you to, but why would you do that? You did, It never crossed your mind to have your own, to want your own. Yeah, So I agree. That's not a bad thing to look for. Like, you got? Do you have anything else that that uh hits that that top top board for you? Like your your must haves. Um, and the last thing would be I need them to be busy slash passionate about something. Mm-hmm. Anything, something like um because I'm a very busy person. I'm like, like kind of involved in my community and things that I do, whatever. But that's my passion. That's what I love doing. So. I don't want a guy that has too much time on their hands to where now every five seconds is where are you at? What are you doing? Why you didn't come home? Um, you normally, you're supposed to have been off at six. It's 6.45. You're not home. <laughs> you know, like, wait, wait. Just have some business about yourself. Like, go do what you're doing. Like, if you play basketball for the church league, that's your thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all about to win the championship with all three teams, you know? That's that's great. Do your thing. Like, that. that's what's up. As a matter of fact, I'm going to come support you, you know? But don't just be doing absolutely nothing. Like, if you're trying to be – no, even if it's promoting at your job or you play golf on the weekends with your, your stepdad. I mean, I something. Do something. something. Just so they're because not bugging you. you. And it's not even that. It just makes life so much better because if I'm on the phone with you while I'm at work all day and we're texting talking all day while I'm at work, then when we get home, we have talked about everything there yeah. is to talk about all True. day. 
So now it's not getting home so we can catch up. Now what begins to happen, and people don't really see this, but a lot of times what begins to happen is you start to nitpick. Things start to annoy you. Now you're like, well, you didn't pick up this off the floor, and you didn't do this, and you didn't do Now it starts to become a whole situation. You got little arguments. Y'all annoyed with being around each other, but y'all supposed to be in this relationship. And it just becomes overwhelming. So just be busy for you, and I'm busy for me. That don't mean you know, ignore me and don't call me or, you know, don't say good morning every day. That's not what I'm saying. But just don't be about me all day long. Like, be doing something else because I want to hear what you did today. I want to hear about your coworkers and that girl that's still trying to hit on you. You know, I want to hear about <laughs> all that. Like, you know, I, I want to I be able to tell you about my day and, you know, how my day went in and my supervisor that I can't stand. And, you know, I, I want to be able to tell you about those things. And it just makes it that much better because it kind of creates that space that each one of us needs to grow and that way we can come together and really just kind of pour into each other encourage each other like the end of the day it makes me miss you it makes me want you because now I cannot wait to get home talking to my man like oh I'm like babe let me tell you about what Shanice did I don't even know anybody named Shanice but let me tell you about what Shanice did and then he could be like what what did she do today like oh that's crazy and Right. Or even if you, you know, you travel, you go out with the boys, you do your thing. Like my friends ain't got to be your friends. I mean, we can be, but they don't got to be, you know, just create some distance. I'm not saying don't call me for two weeks, but (laughs) I'm saying just create some distance and be busy about yourself. And it's better when you're not just busy that you're passionate about something. Like, you know, I really appreciate how passionate you are about your podcast. Like, I love it. I think that's awesome. Oh yeah, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, and I mean it, it makes you you grow at your craft. You know what I'm saying? Watching you grow from podcast number one to podcast now, you know what I'm saying? Like you can be like, Oh wow, like he's getting way more comfortable in talking. It's not as broken up, it's not a lot of dead space. You know, he's really good with, you know, engaging and moving the conversation along. So it really just kind of, you know, it, it's something to see and you can be proud of and you can really support and you can really just you know connect with somebody about whatever they're passionate about like it's, it, I don't know it just makes me do something it does something to me when somebody can talk about something that they're passionate about like you just become interested you might not know anything about it but now you're just like wow that's crazy like you're so into that yeah it is it's like awesome. that it is like that. I, I, I can appreciate that too or what you said about the time because especially if you texted somebody all day like you really have ran through everything that you want to talk about and you know it kind of makes it difficult especially like if if somebody isn't someone who knows how to carry on a conversation and that's all they can talk about is what's going on at work like you got to be able to have you got to have the ability to have a conversation like for me like i know you listed your your top three things like i said it's, it's it's more like like for me like i said it's always about who you are as a person like how do you treat people how do you treat me like how do you make me feel like you ain't got to be the greatest in the world but you're the greatest to me like I, right. I like someone who like I said who can carry a conversation like it ain't even got to be something like like super detailed but just have good conversation like at some point like when I come home I do want to talk to you when I get home or whenever I get to, you know a, a time to talk to you I want it to be worthwhile I don't want us to just be walking around the house quiet because we don't talk all damn day like I definitely feel you on that um and it's 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 even worse if you live with the person like i have i've never lived with anybody and i I, that's a goal that i would like to achieve for me personally but i can definitely see how that would be a bit 
a bit much if all y'all if if y'all just talked all day when you get home it's quiet and you have nothing to talk about like it it kind of keeps it a little fun for you um but for me i want to know like just like what can you do for me like not like cook because i can cook i can clean I, I don't really need a woman to do some of those traditional things that people you know kind of like typecast women to do like but what mm-hmm. can you do for me like what can i learn from you is what i'm saying like what can you teach me what can you learn from me like how are you going to make my life better as my significant other because i don't really need you to do some of the things that the gender role is stuff like be my peace be my be my therapist like if i got a problem i want to come talk to you first like I don't want to have to go talk to Tyrone and and Chris and and whoever. Like I want you to 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 take my t- just you be my escape. Like I need that from somebody. Like you ain't always got to do it, but like I know that if I can come home to my significant other and we just have like this this peace, this bond. Like nothing else matters. That nothing else matters. When I come home, work is at work. Right now it's just me and you, Tom. But if I am having a yeah. bad day, I would like to see you be able to take that pressure off me with just just a look, just a touch, just some words. Like I like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like those things, the intangible things, is what I'm looking for from people. Mm-hmm. Like you don't necessarily have to have like your own place. Like fine, we can work towards it. Like I, I like when you said about that. Like it, you know those things you can get towards because you never know what happened in your, in somebody's life. And I'm not gonna hold you. You know I'm not gonna hold that against you because you don't have a car because you live with your parents. Like honestly, I don't care about none of that. Long as you make me right. happy, we can build whatever dynasty or or what See, dream we want together. You can't. You can't do that. Hold on. You can't say that now because I also maybe it's because you haven't had nobody that has done that. But it's also exhausting to have to build a person. Mm, I can see That's how it would exhausting. be. Like. It, it it can be exhausting. Like if you like, I've dated some real hood folks before. Like, <laughs> and, and I have told myself like I have to have a better blend of a man. Like I cannot date people that are one extreme or the other. I like I've literally dated both extremes. One super square. I mean square to the point where this man, like we're at a kickback. Everybody's playing spades, and he brings up politics and stock markets, like. And talks about a documentary that he's watching on. Everybody's like, bro, we're drinking and playing spades. Like, you don't, don't even drink. He's shit. like, nah. He's like, nah. He's like, no, I don't drink. He's like, well, you know, um, last week I watched this documentary about snakes. And I'm like, oh my God, baby, shut <laughs> up. Like, that sounds like, like me. Just, <laughs> I'm like, we're, we're just going to leave. You know, I'm like, we're killing the vibe at this point. Like, let's just go. And he's like, what? You know, why you don't want to? I'm like, oh my God, like, you got to be. Come- Bring it, bring it in. And then I had, on the other hand, somebody so hood, uh, we went to a black tie affair, a black and white, you know, affair, and he shows up to my house, literally because he wanted me to ride with him, you know, feel like them dude, macho, whatever. He shows up to my house with a white V-neck on and black skinny jeans. With some forces. <laughs> and I said... You said, and some forces? A, yes, and he's like, what? It's a, black, it's a black and white, you know, affair. And I'm like, Yes, that means you have to dress the fuck up. Like, what's wrong with you? Let's see, I need that. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I'm not the dress up guy, but I need like, like that's what I'm talking about. Like, my woman gonna have to dress me when it comes to that. Like, you buy the shit, I'm gonna wear it. Ain't gonna complain. <laughs> I need that for real. Because <laughs> if not, see, I'll be here. It's okay. It's okay though. But see, even when you talk, like I almost had to tell him not to talk. Because we're going into the, you know, it's a commissioner's ball, actually. So we're going into the commissioner's ball. Like, of course, we had to run to, uh, Lord, uh, we had to run to, what's that for, Express. And mm-hmm. I had to dress him, like, in Express. Because that was the only thing open. It's like, step. 
in the closet. Like, I'm like, oh my God, we're about to like go crazy. So I'm like running through there, trying to put something on them, you know, getting ready to go out. We get there and he's like, you know, what's up, y'all? I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> you don't even get the, you, you can't even read the room. Like, I'm not asking you to, I'm not asking you to be able to talk politics and stock markets with these people. But what I am asking you is not to that folks up. Like, I mean, the mayor is in here. Like, this is the commissioner's <laughs> ball. Like, are you serious? That is great. Like, oh, and, and then, like, I mean, just, and again, it's not his fault, but what I'm saying is this kind of stuff can be overwhelming. Like, he didn't, we had cloth napkins. You know, they have your napkin on the table. Did he tuck it in his he, shirt? He didn't know that that was his napkin. So, you okay. know how in the bread basket, they have, like, the actual paper napkin, mm-hmm. paper napkins under the bread. He pulled the napkin out from under the bread and like wiped his mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh man. Again, you haven't been cultured, so I understand that. But we got to be at some point where we can read the room. And I mean, those are funny examples, but it does get overwhelming. Like when the dude I was dating never had a bank account. He's literally going to cash his checks every day at check cashing places or Walmart or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Every time he gets paid, you know, literally not having any idea about what, you know, money. He's like, no, I don't have no type of credit card, like no type of like cash only anywhere he went. And so you're walking around with this wad of cash, you know what I'm saying? You're putting it in your pocket or you're putting it in your house. And I'm like, what? Like he didn't even have a copy of his birth certificate. And I'm like, oh, okay, man. again, it's, uh, like I said, little stuff and helping you here and there. That's fine. But literally, I was building a man. Like I was building him. Like, okay, no, we gotta go to the bank. Well, what's the, you know what we gotta do? What I need to go to the bank for, so they can hold your money. Like I don't really get mm. what the problem is. <laughs> and it's like, well, I need them when I get my checks every Friday. You know, I just go cash them. Like, well, now you can get your check Thursday night. Well, Friday morning at twelve a.m. And it's gonna come on his little card, you know, a debit card. Like I'm literally having to break that down to him. Mm-hmm. Or even just like little stuff, you know, like why we keep certain things in the house, like, you know, it just ugh. I don't wanna build no man. So that's what I'm saying. That can be overwhelming. Building a person. Now again, that's why I say I don't want you to say it's whatever, they don't need that. Because I six months of building a woman, <laughs> you're gonna be like you're gonna be like, All right, all right, dang, I thought you at least knew this. Okay. Okay. I've never had to build anybody, but like See? I, you know, I've That's shown. That's why you feel like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you know, what? I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't date any. Well, I, well, I ain't gonna say that. I probably still would, but like, just my luck, I haven't had to date anybody who I've had to like build in that way. Um, most of the women I've dated have been pretty, you know, pretty, pretty well. Not gonna say well to do, but they were just like, they were just straight. They were just like cool, like. Like they didn't really need much like fine tuning, but there are like I did date somebody who did not know how to work cash app. I dated somebody who was still sending money to their family through Western Union. And I was like, you know, you can just text that shit to them. Right. They were like, what do you mean? Oh, I don't trust it. Like just like little stuff like that. And I love technology. So skeptical yeah okay yeah and, and just like little things i like did you know you can do a wi-fi call or did you know you can do facetime audio you don't have to be on the phone like if you got bad signal just use your wi-fi like that's kind of how we're doing this podcast right now um you know just like little stuff but like i also would like for somebody to teach me something i did not know but i've never had to build anybody but i could see how somebody would like get a little a little annoyed but then again i'm more patient than most people for the most part 
So I can definitely see that. Um, but yeah, like so, you know, like I just, I just, I'm just saying, you don't have to be the complete package for me. And I know That's some true. people want you to be the complete package. And I've dated somebody who wanted that, and then they just kind of made like life hell, the relationship hell. And I was just like, I don't have to be. You're never going to find everything you want in one person like they're going to be lacking one thing like they can be they can have you know like you can have this well clean cut guy but he keep his money in a shoebox under the bed or you may have this guy to do everything that you need him to do he financially stable got everything else he got a bank account but he's not emotionally available like he doesn't know how to be vulnerable like just different things like you're never going to find so you kind of got to like sometimes I feel like you got to take your wins with your losses or take what not not necessarily take what you can get but you know like some things you just can't be like so stubborn on or like so head fast on because you're never going to find that every single time you go out for somebody like you may think you got it and then in time will reveal that you don't so and i've had somebody do that to me and i and i didn't like how that felt and i just felt like i never had a fair chance when it came to that because i was like you didn't even really get to know me because you kind of discounted me because i didn't do one particular thing or you know i was a 99 instead of 100 like 99 still pretty damn good yeah you know so it's just like little things like that but that that was pretty funny to hear you talk about those guys that that you've done So that goes to my our next next topic. I was like, what are you willing to endure in a relationship? And I got I came up with this. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while because I see people so willingly and ready to cancel somebody, to jump ship at the slightest thing. Like, what are you willing to endure to be in a successful relationship? Like, you just can't get mad and break up people every time you get in an argument or because you disagree mm-hmm. on things. Like, but what are you willing to endure to ensure, like, to to have that title? Like, everybody want to be the wife. Everybody want to be the queen. But what are you willing to go through to get to that point? Because ain't no relationship perfect. True. Um, I think, again, maybe I'm just a different breed of folks, but um, I ride relationships. <laughs> until the wheels fall out. Like, they literally have to break up with me because I'm like, nope. Because in my head, I think of, like I said, like you said, long term. Like, if that's what I want, if I want to be the wife or, you know, if I want the goal of, you know, being your everything, then I can't leave you when stuff gets hard. Like, they literally have to break up with me. I've only broken up with one person in my whole life. I don't even know. And I really didn't even, I didn't break up with him. We just stopped talking. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause some stuff happened and I just like literally just, we just literally just faded away kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like I call him, you know, what's up? You know, da, da, da. he wasn't really talking on the phone. I wasn't really talking on the phone. We just kind of just literally faded away. So that's what I consider as my only breakup. But I mean, I'm talking about people have to be like, you should break up with him. And I'm like, no, because again, what if we were married? You know, what if this was the situation that we're in? So now the whole time I'm going to be trying my best to do whatever I can to fix it. Yeah. Or if it's something like, you know, if it's a characteristic of me that I'm not willing to change, now it's time to negotiate. Okay, babe, you, you're not going to get me to stop, you know, with my rehearsals. You're not. I, I'm going to do them. They're going to be late. You know what I'm saying? But I have dedicated specifically Wednesdays and Sundays to you. That, mm-hmm. That's your days. I, I know you want to sometimes do Fridays and sometimes we can, but it's not going to be, 
every Friday, Wednesday and Sunday is whatever you want to do. It's all you. I'm talking my phone on do not disturb. It's whatever you need for Wednesdays and Sundays. Like that's what I can do for you. You know what I'm saying? That I'm figuring out how I can meet you in the middle. But as far as breaking up, I don't break up with people. Like they they gonna have to break up with me. And I'm not on some crazy jump where I'm like holding on to your leg, like, no, I'm never gonna let you go. Like, <laughs> like nah, it's not none of that. It's more just like I'm gonna keep trying. Like I'm gonna literally keep trying to do my best. And when you say, I don't wanna do this no more, I have this conversation. I literally say these exact words before we even get into a relationship. I say, um, listen, when we decide we're gonna enter into this relationship, you um, need to know, I don't do that breaking up and getting back together stuff. If you have decided that you wanna break up with me, that is literally gonna be it. I believe what you say. You say, I don't wanna be in this relationship anymore. Then I'm gonna take you at your word and you will not hear from me again. You know what? I, I I'm with you on that because I'm somebody. I'm not. I, I don't think I've ever broken up with anybody. I've waited to things fizzled out and let somebody break up with me, or I've been the person who you know people just break up with. But I'm not somebody who just jumps ship because, like, like you said, like you date to marry, like you're dating with with those intentions or potentially because that could be your Hopefully. forever person. Yeah, so I'm not gonna just jump the ship just because you get mad at me one time or or whatever. But I have dated somebody who, and like like you said, like when you break up with somebody, that's exactly what that means. You because I don't play around like that. Like for me to break up with you, you really got to be done done some shit. So for me, for somebody like to play around with the word or break up to make up next week, like some high school shit, like I'm not with that. Like I've never had to deal with that. Not even in high school, but I've seen people who did in high school. But to be 32 or like older than 20 like let's say 25 and you still have to deal with like this kind of it's kind of it's kind of sad to be honest with you but i'm somebody who gonna ride with you until the wheels fall off like i don't care what you do like there are certain things that that you can do that will warrant a breakup but i'm always willing to talk it out i'm always willing to work it out i'm always willing to fix it whatever we got to do to get us to that next level i want to do that but that's why i brought this topic up because you don't really see a lot of people willing to put the time into their relationship they just feel like they can go get another one because they feel like it's the people are disposable and that's why i asked you like why do people feel like looks is a thing or they feel like they got something better but then they always have to come back and eat their fucking words when when you've told them like, like look you're not gonna go get this shit anywhere else you're not gonna get that 100 you're thinking about you may get a 98 but you ain't gonna get, you ain't you're not gonna get that 100 you know but i'm not going to just jump ship just because we have an argument or because we have a difference in opinion i was like 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 for instance my mom and her her husband like what they argue about sometimes is food like he said say me and mom we get mad it's just about what we gonna eat like that's not that's not that doesn't warrant a breakup but that's something that you're gonna disagree on like sometimes it's bigger than that for some people but like if that's what you gotta worry about like i'd rather take that than some of the other things that can be going on in a relationship but everything most things i'll say 95 percent of things can be worked out if you have the right mindset you have the right temperament to do so but you also got to have a certain level of maturity to be able to handle certain things you know true exactly i agree with that 100 percent 
I'm just, I just can't do that. But like, I've been with somebody who broke up with me literally every other fucking week, and it drove me nuts. I'm just like, like, why? And then like, if you tell me we're not together, I'm going to act accordingly. You can't say I'm here to finalize things, or I just wanted to be clear on our breakup, and we just want to know that we need to go our separate ways. Here's your shit back, X, Y, Z. That sounds like you're done for good, right or wrong. Yeah, that sounds like you're done. When you start talking shit like that, like that, that lets people that that to me, because like I said, I don't take stuff like that lightly. So when you tell me exactly. something, I take you at Watch face what you value. Say, and say what you mean. Watch what you say. Say what you mean, because one day it can come back and bite you in the butt. And I don't want you to try to like hold that against me later on in, in life, because this is the choice you made for us. I didn't fight the choice because you've been showing me this for such a such a song of such a long period of time. Like you don't get to do those type of things and then and then think it's okay. Like I just don't play with like love like that. Like love is something I take like seriously because you only get a couple chances mm-hmm. to get it right. We could die tomorrow and never know. Right. And like I think it's a quote that says it's better to have love and lost than to never have loved at all. And like I believe in that. I really believe in that. Like I don't want to die lonely. I don't want to die without knowing that somebody truly, truly was my ride or die, like for me no matter what. Exactly, I'm with that completely. So I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear you say that because I always I always just hear people like, well, you better quit him, girl. You need to. He ain't doing this because he didn't do one goddamn thing. What about all the good shit that this person did? But you hold one or two things against somebody in a relationship. Like I don't think that's fair. You know, I I just don't. Yeah, I'm sure. always a good outweighs the bad. Now if your bad outweighs your good, then that's that's something totally different. But like, you know, you just can't you can't keep score on every little thing. Well, you made me mad this day. You didn't bring this. You didn't do that. You said this. I'm like, what? Well, what can I say that's not going to make you mad? Right. Like (laughs) now you just want to be quiet. Yeah. And then when I don't talk to you, that's the fucking problem. I'm like, because every time I say something, it's a problem. Like it's just it's just like little petty stuff that I wish that people could get past and that, you know, people could have like healthier relationships if they would just get out of their own fucking way sometimes. Because sometimes it's not them. It's you. Exactly. It is. So you know, I've I, like I've dealt with that far too many times, and that's something that, that kind of grinds my gears. Um, do do you have any male friends besides me? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I do actually. So does how does the advice that from from your friend, like your like a friend from friends from an opposite sex of you, differ from your friends that have the same sex as you? So, you know, like for me, my female friends and your male friends for the listeners out there. Uh, if you want me to be perfectly honest, again, this maturity thing going, I stopped asking for like relationship advice from my friends. That's just some advice, period. Uh, oh, okay. Well, advice, does it differ? Um, I don't know. Because I feel like if you write, you write. If you're skilled in the area or you're versed in the area, then your advice, you know, should be a little bit better. Like if somebody asks me about my business and what I teach and what I do and things like that, I can give you the ins and outs of what works for me. And it's up to you to take it or leave it. Um, I, I don't I don't know that it differs so much um, because I have some male friends that are super emo- emotional and I got some female friends that are super emotional when it comes to any, you know, given topic. Or I have, um, you know, some people that are a little bit more aggressive. And I don't know if it's the sex thing. It might be more of a personality thing, like who I'm going to go to about different stuff. You know what? That might, that might be something to it, too, now that I think about it. But 
that's that's probably another dynamic I need to to, <laughs> to think on because I I only say that because like I know people who don't have male friends or friends that are opposite sex and I know people who do, and like my male friends will tell me one thing but my female friends will tell me another thing like just just on any given topic and I because I like to pick people's brains and just find out just how the human mind works so I'm always trying to figure out like what makes somebody tick, and you know sometimes. You know, the advice is different. Like, and let's just say, let's just say it is a relationship. Like sometimes our advice is different. I hear more men, in my opinion, talking about let's make it work, let's make it fix, you know, versus than the women. And like I just wonder, like, was that something that was just, you know, unique to my set of friends, or was this like something that, you know, that other people are experiencing? Yeah, I mean that's it's a good point. I just like I said, I think it's just so different. Like the dynamic of their personality is different. Yeah. I don't know if it's a sex thing. I think so. I think it might be more so the personality because like some people say I'm sensitive, and I was just like, you know, people try to say sensitive is a women trait, but I I don't I don't think it's that. I think men and women have the same traits for a reason. Like you're gonna get some that's gonna skew this more this way, and you got some that are skewed the other way. I don't really think it's a sex thing, but I don't know. But I do think something might be to it. I don't think it's necessarily a sex thing. I think it might be your your personality and because of your sex too. Yeah, I mean, I think it could definitely have a factor in it. Um, because like I said, women are more prone to like different things, and then men are more prone to feel a certain way about certain things. So some stuff is going to be gender related. So I agree with the mixed situation. Because, like, if I ask a man a a question about, like, you know, a period or something, they're going to be like, uh, ew, you know, whatever. I don't want to talk about that. But then women are like, oh, man, it's just a part of life, you know. And I'm more like that. I'm more like it's a part of life kind of guy. Like, shit, I don't care. Like, I'll come in there with you if you let me. Shoot. (laughs) Like, I've done it. Wow. I'll go to the store and get all the little lady equipment you want me to get. Whatever you need. First you want of the all, wings? you call it equipment. Get, <laughs> yeah. get out of here. Yeah, maybe I'm going to title this one lady equipment and they'll, they'll catch on to it later. Because I always oh title them God. quotes on the show. But yeah, I go in there and get it and be proud of it. Damn right I'm coming to get these tampons. Damn right I'm coming to get these pads with the wings. I'm going to be in the store. I ain't going to be trying to hide it. I'm like, look, I'm going to slam it on that thing on thing and scan it and be out the door. And that's how I'll be. But that's just me. But I do think personality <laughs> has a lot to do with it, though. So maybe I'm going to work that better next time. Like, what do your friends with a easygoing temperament have versus some of your friends that are more impulsive? Uh-huh. I think that might be a better way to to answer that. And I'm, I'm usually the easygoing guy. So and I think sometimes, you know, we tend to keep people around us that are, are a lot like us. But I think mm-hmm. to truly grow, you need to have people around you that are different because you never want to be the smartest person at the table. You never want to put yourself in a box. So you want to always have somebody that's going to challenge you with like a, a contrary thought or like a, a a devil's advocate type of thought. You need that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I yeah. think. Go ahead. No, I'm disagreeing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think I think I've done pretty good with surrounding people who are so different than me, and I have you know, and I got people who are like me in some areas, but I don't like to get people who just, you know, just so much like me because I'm not gonna grow up and be stagnant, and then we're all gonna be stagnant because I'm then again I'm not learning something from you, like I can't, mm-hmm. and I like to learn something from somebody. 
Absolutely. So you definitely need like a diverse set of friends. And I, and I, and I would encourage every woman and every male to have a friend of, you know, have friends of the opposite sex because they, they, they give you a different type of insight just because of the nature of your relationship. They may see you in a way that nobody else will, if that makes any sense. True. Um, it's all about perspective and you have to be open to viewing others because that is how you grow or learning a different perspective. And they may not necessarily be your friend's perspective or someone else's. That's just the way, that's how knowledge works. Um, like if we, if, you know, somebody ever never thought about looking at the earth from the other side, we would never know what it looks like. Still to this day, we'd be arguing about if it's flat around. Yeah. Still arguing. Like, true. So it's all about perspective and that's perspective is definitely a key factor in knowledge. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Everything is always perspective. I would say it all depends on how you look at it. Like you may see, may, may see a six, I may see a nine. It doesn't mean either one of us is wrong. We're just coming at it from two different angles. That's all it is. Like you can't see what I can see because I'm on this side of the fence, but I can't see what mm -hmm. you see either because I'm not you. And, you know, and I wish people took that, that, that approach with like any kind of relationship, whether it's like with your friends, your mom or your significant other, it's all about perspective, like how you see it. Like, like, like for instance, like people know I love dark, cloudy, cold, rainy days. I hate the fucking sun. Some people say it's a beautiful day. They're talking about the sun, but. But you like nature. So what the heck? I do like right. nature. Like I don't like to be hot. I like I like the sun when it's out, but I don't want it to be like oh it's like it's a hundred degree day. It's beautiful. I'm like hell no. That sounds like I'm about to bake a chicken. That's what it sounds like. I'm not trying to go outside, but I do like nature. Yeah, I do like I do like nature. I don't know if I would want it to be you know cold every day, but when it rains, I'm excited. I'm more excited about the rain and when it's chilly outside than when it, than, than when it's hot and warm. Because I'll be out in nature like this when it's when it's cold outside or when it's a little rainy. You know, but you know, it just it just all depends on how you see it. But I do feel like we're taught to to enjoy the sun and hate the rain. I was like, the rain ain't bad. The rain is great, but it just all depends on how you look at it. Some people hate the rain because it floods where they live at. You just never know. Yeah, different perspectives. So. Yeah, well, it all depends. But uh, I don't know what what else I got on the docket for us. Uh... There's one more good one. Here. Oh, I, I know that you have businesses and that you are a business owner because I've watched you for a while and just how you've grown and, you know, like how you are now. So I want to talk about black business. Like, how does it feel to to be in this space where people are starting to push more black businesses and people are starting to empower more you know, black people to do, especially women to do certain things like, like, what is that like for you? And if you care to elaborate on your business without giving up your identity, we can talk about it if you want to, <laughs> or I can try to figure out a way where we can do it, where we don't kind of reveal who you are. Um, well, my perspective on businesses, black businesses now, um, I, I'm loving it. Honestly, I love that. It's now everybody's like, Oh, I do something. Now, I do think some of these little things that people are putting out here, they're overcrowded. Like, if another person selling hair or lashes jumps in my DMs, it just makes me want to scream, like, every time. Yeah. Now, granted, I get it. You know, it's a popular thing. Women are doing it. I mean, power to you. But sometimes it's just overbearing. Um, but I do love, like I said, the people that are, the fact that people are taking that 
um, into their own accord. And if nothing else, it's definitely popped off in 2020 because people were sitting at home, you know, trying to figure out ways to, you know, make more money since they were not employed. Um, so, yeah, I think it's awesome. One thing I will say is I wish that black people would expand into different markets besides, you know, entertainment and fashion. Yeah. You don't see as many black businesses that don't deal with those. Um, so again, like maybe people with education or youth programs or something dealing with senior citizens or, you know, technology even, we just don't see as many black people, um, doing that. But I mean, it has to start somewhere. True. It has to start somewhere. So I, I'm appreciative of that. Um, <laughs> black people, I say the big, Okay, this might be not on subject, but kind of on subject. So we were talking about black businesses. The one thing I did learn, you know, over the past four years that I've been in business is know your worth. You do have to know your worth and you can't be handing out discounts and things to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, like it just really, I'm not saying that you're Gucci. You don't have to have a Gucci price on yours. But, you know, if you know you're worth more than Payless, you don't don't charge people pay less stuff. You know you have to know your work. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I learned by whatever the price you charge, that's the type of crowd you you attract. So Definitely. if you have a two for twenty, if you have a two for twenty price, you gonna get Applebee's folks. Okay, that's a different attitude when you go at Applebee's. You already know people thinking they balling <laughs> out, but they really not balling out. You know, they're going to complain a lot. They're doing this, that, and the other. Now, versus, you know, somebody going in to Carabas. Or, and, I mean, Carabas is not even a top-notch restaurant, but it's still a different price yeah. from Applebee's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Carabas, you got to come in there with a different respect. You don't come in there, you know, with your hat on, your wife beater on. You know, you're not coming in Carabas like that. Yeah. Again, you don't know what you're going to get at Applebee's. People come in there with rollers <laughs> in their head. Bonnet, you know, bonnets on. Oh, don't even get me started on the bonnet. Like I, we can't even talk about that. But um, you know, people coming there with house shoes on, pajamas, you know, whatever. That's that's the type of price they put out there for that. Like it is supposed to be that price to attract those people. So I had to learn that. And I'm like, you know, I was at a lower price when I started my program, when I started my business, I was at a lower price. And I started attracting those type of people and they laid on payments, you know, they got excuses, they don't want to do this, you know, and I'm like, okay, it's fine, you know, I'll work with you, I'll try. But I was lowering my standard and I said, you know what, I'm worth more than that. What I'm doing for these folks out here, my service, my name, my reputation, I have built that. I've built that. You know, people trust me. Communities trust me to get out here and do what I'm supposed to do or, you know, to make a good influence and to boost their business, to boost their rapport. You know, I'm a good role model for these folks out here. So I had to start charging like that. And of course, you know, some people fell off and it was like, nah, that's too much. And I'm like, but you was late on the small payment. So I knew you was going to be late on the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. So I had to just really separate myself and understand I'm going to lose some business because it is. But the people that I gain are going to be more faithful. You know, they're going to be more attentive. They're going to be more willing to pay on time. And they're not going to give me the problems because they're paying for a service that I am going to give. So I had to learn that about like, you know, my worth and what I'm doing. Um, Quality over quantity. You have to. Um, and it, the the quantity will come 
If you stay consistent, yeah. You gotta stay consistent with the quality, though. Exactly. So I did learn that in the past couple years, um, and just really working towards it because I've got some folks that have been with me, you know, several cycles over, and they've already pledged that they ain't never going nowhere else. They bring they, you know, they bring other folks on, you know, and it is again, it's about the quality. So I um. I just learned that as far as black business is concerned, because our people are nine times out of 10, the ones that cause the most problems. Mm. It's unfortunate, but they do. They complain a lot. Uh, and then it's also so many of our black business on the other side, on the ownership side, it's so many things that we don't know. Yes. Like I didn't know, I didn't know about businesses or I didn't know, you know, how to do this correctly. And for whatever reason, we're so prideful and we don't want to ask for help. Nope. So to all my business owners out there, ask somebody, talk to somebody, get in on these trainings, you know, even invest in yourself. And that's what it is really. Invest in yourself. Invest in, in what network. you're doing. When you're asking, you're investing in your, your, Right. you're investing in yourself by talking to other people or asking questions because it's information that you may need to know for what you're doing. Like, don't be afraid to ask. Yes, it's competition and you're going to get told no. You're going to be told no. Some people are going to be like, no, I'm not going to help you. We're doing the same business. Why would I help you? But then you also come across the people that are like, yeah, you know, I made all these mistakes and make sure you don't make those mistakes. So, um, just like, I, I just think that we're just not as knowledgeable. We're starting businesses like, and again, like let's go back to like the legitimacy of some of this stuff. Like, yeah, so many people still got these online boutiques and things like that, but they don't have LLCs. They don't, they're not keeping up with, you know, their paperwork. You don't have QuickBooks. You don't have your taxes and things in order. You don't even have, you know, copyrights for your name, for your brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. So legally, you're going to be messed up if anything happens. Yeah. If somebody decides to sue you for whatever you're doing that's under the tape or not being done correctly, you're going to be messed up so many times because number one, you're going to get sued from the customer or the client. Then now you're in trouble by the government because so many things are not in order. Yeah. So um, that's another big thing. We just got to be knowledgeable. We got to know stuff. We got to learn. We got to do our research. We have to read. We have to ask questions. Um, just so we could be successful um, and and really get what we need to do to, to get to a place where we want to get. And, you know, my personal little testimony for 2020 is I missed out on all that government money because I was not a legitimate business. Mm-hmm. I could have, I could have been, um, I could have, you know, applied like some of these other folks that have lied and said that they were. And now I'm really excited to see how their taxes turn out in January because they're going to be really messed up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I could have gotten, you know, some of these small business loans. I could have gotten some of these grants. I could have gotten a lot of this money out here. But I was not a legitimate business. Everything was kind of under the table. I ain't really want to do taxes. I didn't want to do all that stuff. But, you know, as of, um, I want to say, June 2020, you know, everything is legit. Like, I, I got everything with my, you know, my paperwork, my EINs, my... 501c3 because now we're a nonprofit. Like, you know, I, I don't, I, I broke down and did it, but it took me missing out on all that mm-hmm. to be like, dang, I should have did that. So, um, just be knowledgeable. And yeah, the crazy part is people think that, oh, you know, that's the only time you can get that was when in the, in the pandemic. No, FBA law, that stuff is, that stuff is out available. here. 
Yeah, that's a been out here. Y'all just got on on the wave because of the pandemic. Yep. But it's it's out here. That money, that money is there. Um, so I, I had to learn, but I learned the hard way. So um just a note to any business owners out there that are listening, get yeah. your paperwork in order. Yeah, a lot of people have to learn the hard way. And I think that's that's sometimes that's the best way to learn. Um, mm-hmm. But if someone's willing to give you give you the advice, like take heed to the advice sometimes. But I, I do think people should stop being so prideful and just ask because everything I've gotten in life is because I've asked or I've been curious or I inquired about something or or just put myself in the right place at the right time, being in the right rooms, being able to rub elbows with the right people. You just find out stuff like like anything okay. like. And but I do think that like you said that we should branch out and start you know going for other demographics and going for other services other than the same thing because sometimes they do get oversaturated because i don't think well i've said this on here before i don't know if you knew i don't know if you knew me when i was selling hair did you remember when i was selling hair mm-hmm. okay i'm actually been around for a long time but you know we're not gonna tell our age here but i've been yeah. around for a while so you, I think, yeah. So yeah, I was, I was just selling hair just because I knew how to get the hair. Like you know, so I was like, hey, here you go, and I was just getting in and selling it, and I was never like legal with it. But I quit doing it because it was too many people doing it. Like I was just like, I don't want like one. I was just doing it just to do it anyway. Like money came, but I've never done anything solely for the purpose of financial gain. But. I was like, if I would have kept going with it, how far would I be in? But I was like, the market's very oversaturated now because everybody wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And like like now, like and I'm not going to lie to you, like I do get a little, little podcast just because I had been doing this for a while. Like I wasn't like up and running like I am now. But like mm-hmm. when I see everybody, you know, jumping on the wave now when I've been doing podcasts since like 2015, 2014, like right. I was early on it, like recording it different ways, like. Even when like people didn't know what a podcast was until about two or three years ago. True. Like now everybody getting them, like all the celebrities, like T I got one, I was mad. I was <laughs> I was. I was like, dang, like, because I feel like with their star power, they're taking away from the little man. But I feel like if your content's good, like it don't even matter who they listen to, they'll they'll come to you. And I do feel like True. the conversations that I have with my, you know, my peers or the people like even some of the listeners. I feel like you're not going to get that in because everything else is based around media and entertainment. Like I'm talking about real life shit or trying to, at least, you know, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's not, but I, I've always felt mm-hmm. like, like even right now, everybody is doing it. And I'm just listening to some of the podcasts. Not like the quality isn't right. Like their their sound isn't right because they're just recording it on their phone. I, you got to start someplace, but when you're a hundred episodes in and you still sound like that, that's kind of bad. <laughs> You know, yeah, you didn't grow at all. You didn't even try. Yeah, and I was like, if you look back at my catalog, like my catalog, you can tell the sound quality, the content, who's on there, like, mm-hmm. like just the way it is. Like, like you said, you do get comfortable being on the mic. You know, so I would like to see people just, just, just try to do other things versus whatever. But like, and I'm all for podcasts because I do believe radio's coming to an end. I do believe. Uh, record labels are coming to an end but we need to be able to create our own news and our own media for ourselves like mm-hmm. I want to with this platform I want to offer some therapy some comedic relief some news give you some type of information like with it I don't want to you got to put the medicine in the candy sometimes 
So yeah. I always want to try to do that. At least that's what my goal is to create a platform where people can express themselves and new ideas. Because I feel like as people, we don't talk enough. And especially as black men and women, we don't talk enough at all. And I think that's why we're so confused and so prideful about stuff that we don't have to be prideful for. Like, like just dumb stuff because we don't talk enough. We don't have the information. We don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. We just like to be quiet. So this has been a year, I think, though, generally everybody's speaking up. Mm-hmm. People have really, really have changed about speaking up. Now, granted, it took, you know, all these social issues, but just now you're just hearing more and more people talk about things in general. We're having more of those difficult conversations or uncomfortable conversations. So we are learning. We are. It, it's happening slowly, but we're getting there. We are. We were definitely getting. I, I wish more people would speak up and do, you know, do the right thing and stop and stop being, you know, prideful or like just just doing things like after the fact don't get on a wave when it's when the wave is about to go down get on the wave on its way up so you can have a more powerful downfall when not downfall but you know how waves they rise and then they you know they they come and they succeed you know they recede or whatever and that's kind of how it is be there when that wave starts to to bend over where it has all that power and potential energy kinetic energy built up up there you know so it's just, it's just yeah, a lot sure. that I would like to see and I would like to see people just like really be like legit business owners like for instance yeah. like I don't know if you remember like about a week or two ago like the guy with the restaurant was saying don't I don't want you twerking in there in my restaurant yeah. like I was with him I, I feel it and then people thought well you shouldn't have played that song like just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to do it Ooh. You said a word Like there. my car go damn near 200 miles per hour That don't mean I gotta do the damn dash Every time I get in there No you gotta have a little bit of restraint There's a time and a place for everything And if everything. that's his establishment Respect his establishment He said he built that place for people to have a nice place To go and get along You know and have a good time Versus having to you know go to some of the other establishments But if you're gonna come in and act like that You might as well go back to Chili's or Applebee's Basically, might as well. So I was might with him on that, well. but, people, but people was trying to kick his back. His restaurant ain't that good anyway. Well, then why are you there? Like he why said, he don't go? need your business. Like it's quality over quantity. You gonna get people who gonna come in and tip. You gonna get people who gonna come in and gonna actually spend and do the right thing versus some of the people who complaining. They might not be doing any of those things. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like again, that's why I'm saying know your worth. You gotta know what you got. Yeah, you, you know, you know what the type of business you're trying to attract, and it's unfortunate, and and that's where and that's a whole another situation. We do believe we have gotten to this point where, where, you know, I get the freedom of speech, and you should be able to express yourself. But we have gotten to the point as a society where everything pretty much is acceptable, and it's like you know, like I tell the kid, the kids, you know, I, I'm uh, around, and you know, some of the younger folks in the area, you know. Um, why they like why I can't wear you know blue hair to the interview what what you mean why can't you wear blue hair to the interview <laughs> like why is that not a why don't you already know that but if they really want me you know they'll pick me based up you what what you mean to tell me you can go in there with jeans and blue hair and think you're gonna come out with a job okay you know if that's how you feel 
that's how you feel. But I mean, they just try to make everything so acceptable. Like, you know, little girls and everybody be twerking and stuff on Instagram and women in general. Like, again, that's your life. But you also have to realize people are watching you. And then you get mad when somebody call you, you know, a hoe or say, you know what I'm saying? You, I don't want to fuck with her. She for everybody. That's a good yeah. You, you got your ass out all over Instagram. And now you're wondering why you can't get a boyfriend, but you got all these folks in your DMs. Yes, they're in your DMs because they want what you've been offering, what you've been showing them. You ain't been showing them <laughs> wifely qualities. So now, you know what I'm saying, they want you for what you're showing them. You're showing them the ass, they want the ass. That's what it is. You know what? I, I got to play devil's advocate here, which is one of my favorite things to do. But I do want to comment on that because I'm with you. I'm of that school. Like, this is what you're showing. So don't be surprised when you get that type of attention. Yes, you know, like like I seen somebody was saying, like, I like I, I told my friend today, my male friend, I was like, look, I'm about to start unfollowing all the girls that are just posing in their underwear, that's twerking on my Instagram, that's taking provocative pictures. Like, I just want to get rid of it because I don't want to see it. Like, I can go, find, I can, I want that in my home. I don't want that on my internet. And true, I don't have to look yeah. at it, but like, when I followed you, that's not what you were doing. Right. And I don't really like look at my timeline like that anyway. But every now and then, when I first get on, that first thing pop up is somebody dancing, is somebody doing this, or somebody like provocative and modeling type, you know, type poses. But on the flip side, I'm going to say that goes back to it. Kind it kind of reminds me of when people say like, if you didn't dress like a hoe, you wouldn't have got raped. You know, like that type of thing. Like, so you mean I can't dress this way and? And, you know, be a regular person. Like, that's just how I like to look. That doesn't mean I want you to try to have sex or whatever. But then again, what message, on the flip side of that, what message are you sending when you're mm -hmm. busting it open on your Instagram? Like, you can't again, be surprised at what type about, of attention you get. And that's why I try to explain to people, regardless of what your intentions was, whatever the initial perspective is, that's the reaction that you're going to get. Whatever someone can potentially or their initial perspective of you is, that's the reaction that they're, you're going to get. Like if I'm getting dressed and I'm going out to the club or I, I don't go to clubs, but let's just say I'm going to a lounge or something like that. I'm a little heels on fitted dress and I got to get out and get gas. Of course, when I'm at this, the gas station, the niggas be flocking. <laughs> Where you going, mama? Where you going, mama? Let me pump your gas. You got to do the nah, nah, I'm good. Like, dang, I'm just trying to go out with my girls. But I mean, that's, but then again, here we are in the club. Now, niggas want to buy you drinks and you want to be like, oh, thank you. Now you want to give him the time of day. But it's really the same reaction, just in different times. It's different when it's places. beneficial to you is when you want Right. Right. And so that's what I try to explain to everybody. Um, just think about the perspective. Uh, I always say, get in and then do what you want. Like kind of like a job situation. Yeah. Go to the job interview, get where you want, you know, get the job, get the position. Then come in there with your blue hair. What they going to do? Fire you now? Like, you've yeah. made your difference here. You've made money for this company. You prove You're your a top value. seller. You prove it. So now you... And then also don't start off with blue. You know what I'm saying? Like, baby, let's go blonde. Let's say, okay, they ain't saying nothing. Okay, the blonde turns to a little burgundy. Now we in the red. Okay, blue. Ain't nobody mm. saying nothing. You know, you're good. <laughs> but, and, you know, it's the same for celebrities. And that's another thing. They've gotten to a point where it does not matter for them. Like, your opinion, anybody else's opinion, Cardi B can get up there and show her whole butt crack on Instagram. And, you know, you got other celebrities like Angelina Jolie naming their child Apple. 
They, they can do shit like that. <laughs> they can do that because did she do that at her first interview? Did she come in there with them big ass lips and all that cosmetic and plastic surgery? No, she had that the first time. But when you get to a certain status, then you do it. And so that's why I'm like, you know, made it sound you want to show her butt all day and, you know, do whatever. But she has made it to a situation. Do you think the first time Meg rap, she was down there, you know what I'm saying, ass out, titties out? No. If you go back and try to Google Meg Thee Stallion's first live performance, you're going to find her in, like, some jeans and a T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Just out here, she wasn't doing it like that. But now, when you get to, again, status, and I'm not saying necessarily money, but status, like, your supervisor can dress a little bit more provocative than you can and not really get spoken to because they're on a different level. It's unfortunate, but that's just kind of what it is. Teachers at a school, the principal can be a little... Okay, she wearing a little tight dress. I can't wear that. But yeah, she the principal. She run it. <laughs> Who gonna check her? So, you know, and I, I said, I'm not gonna be, you know, for either side or, you know, trying to make my point saying, don't ever dress like that, don't wear like that. What I'm saying is get where you're trying to get and then do that. That's all. <laughs> that's my logic. And that's my perspective. That's what I do for my life. Like, you know, with my business and everything like that, when I was first starting out, it was only certain types of things I could post because you never know who people was watching, you know, who was watching me. But now I'm at a different level. I can post a little bit more stuff. It can get a little bit more, you know, creative with it. I can do a little bit more different things because of where I am now. So that's just what I do. If anybody asks me about it, that's what I do. That's what works for me. And that's the trend that I've noticed in society. Now, again, some people be like, man, whatever, I'm going to wear what I want. That's perfectly fine. And that may work for you, but it also may not. So Yeah. That's that's a do good it, do what you feel. That's a good point, man, because people pe- people some people just don't get it. Like it's I don't I don't know what it is, but pe- some people just don't get it. Like I don't know. And like it's a generational thing. And it could be. And you know what? I am for the people dyeing their hairs and looking how they want to do in freedom of expression. Because I always told people I thought that eventually the world gonna look like a Batman cartoon. I don't know if you remember Batman. They used to come on WB when mm-hmm. we were kids. But they had like pink mm-hmm. hair, green hair, piercings, tattoos, like they're gonna run the world. Like in each and each mm-hmm. generation that come, the world gets a little bit more liberal. The roar gets a little bit more relaxed on some of those things, like where you got to have a where your where your sideburns can't come past your earlobes and stuff like that. Like now, everybody got beards. Like everybody trying to grow long hair now. Like it's just like times are changing, and like I'm all for that. But there, there's just some things I always wonder, like like where are we going and what's the purpose? And I do feel like like back to the to the way people dress or or like what they post on Instagram, like twerking and just just like the provocative stuff. It's like. Like, what's the point? Like, are you doing this for attention to get your likes and views up? Or or do you want this type of attention, but then when you get it, you don't want it? But people always want stuff, and then when they get it, they don't want it. You know, and it's just like, like, are you prepared? What comes with that? Everything comes with a price tag. Like, everything you do in life. What you eat, like, it comes with a consequence. Like, what you drink, where you go, who you hang around. Like, everything has a price tag or a consequence tied to it, you know? And that's just something that I, you know, be thinking about. You okay over there? Yeah. No, I'm just listening. I'm going for it. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's I, I'm, I agree completely. Everything in life is gonna have a consequence. Whatever you decide. Oh, I thought the phone had hung up. <laughs> but it no, did. I'm just listening. Like I'm really 
don't know. I just don't, uh, like it's cool when you see somebody that's kind of like that understands kind of where you come from. So it's always good. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, but I don't know, but I, I do wish that there are some things I do wish that I would see like from 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 black businesses and it's just certain things like but like you said, know your value, know your worth, and don't don't settle for anything less. That's it. Go for That's it. That's it. You got to. That's literally it. You got to. What else I got on the docket today? What else I got? Are you are like do you got uh, how much time how much time do you have available? Um, actually, my sister and I want to do game night. So. Oh, y'all gonna do game night? Oh. oh. Yeah, they keep knocking on the door every five minutes. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's cool. It's cool. We'll 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 probably be able to do another one again. But before you For go. Sure. Um, I would like to know, uh, are you going to take the coronavirus vaccine? Hell, fucking no. Okay. And do you have a song of the week or like a song that you've been really like feeling pretty like lately? Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me look. I know I got something in my mouth. Um... I have honestly, okay, two songs that I've been into lately. Okay, old school song. I've been really bumping Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Okay, that's the old school song. But new school song is a song called Shoulda by Lucky Day. And I really like that one too. Shoulda? Yeah, Yeah, it's like an R&B soul type deal. I wonder, can I send it to you? Can you do that on Apple Music? Can you share it with somebody? Is it you? You can. Um, you can send it to my in my message. Is it is it with featuring Babyface? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I found. It. I'll uh, I'm gonna add it into the song since my other setup isn't working right right now. But I'm gonna have to probably go back and add it and just talk over it. But mm-hmm. uh, my song of the week is probably going to be. Honestly, I don't know, man. Like, I, I've been somewhere. <laughs> I, you know what? I think it's going to be Alex Isley. I don't think I've ever played that one. It's called uh, Good and Plenty. Good and Plenty. Okay, I'm at yeah, that. You, you might, you, you, you gonna like it. I think it's something that you probably wanna wanna ride to. But I'm gonna let you go ahead and get on out here so you can do game night with your family. I appreciate your I'm time. I'm just gonna whoop ass and spades. That's literally what's going on. Oh, I wanna play spades. I hate spades. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't do that. <laughs> We're gonna play spades first, and then, you know, we got Truth or Dare Jenga, so that's gonna be fun. Truth too. or Dare is always cool, or Truth or Truth. I, I wanna do that and do it like on a podcast. Have like a game night on a podcast and do that. Like yeah. I've done poker on a podcast, and it was cool. Oh. But I want to do like a game night or like a like a game like that where you got a lot of dialogue going on on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me know. I'm down. I don't know when we're gonna be able to do it because of COVID, but we're gonna we're gonna figure it out for sure. But go ahead, enjoy your night again. Thank you. I appreciate your time. And when this when this episode gets ready to air, I'll let you know when it's ready and just just share it with your people. And you ain't got to tell them it's you, but you know, just go from there. You know I listen anyways. I'm subscribed. So for a long time I did not know you were listening. Like it's been a lot of people that's like, hey man, I've been listening to this, and I was just like, really? <laughs> and some people don't even yeah, know it's me you, still. When you told me about it the first time, I just 
that's what I do. I support. I'm a supporter because I want people to support me. So I always support other folks. I appreciate that. I'm gonna figure Absolutely. out a way. If you if you need anything for your business and I can help, <laughs> like like a shout out on here, because this is gonna go all over the world. Like it goes places. I don't know if it'll if it'll benefit you in that way, but like you definitely you just never know who ears this may reach or who page exactly. it may pop up on. So you just never know. Exactly. So if you need anything, you need a shout out, let me know because I do want to start doing like a, a a black business or a a business owner segment, like just shout out like some reputable <laughs> reputable places and you know just mm-hmm. people that you know get get shit done. Absolutely, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, but go ahead, and I'm gonna let you uh do your thing, and I will. <laughs> you said I, I think I got it. I got one on this phone. Okay, I got it up, and I'm gonna add the other one on my other one. Okay, cool. All right, I will catch you later. Later. All right, enjoy your night. You too. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right, guys. So we're now at this the. One of my favorite parts of the shows. It is time for our sleeper songs, and I'm gonna add one of play play you guys one of my favorite songs that always makes me feel good. So I know it's gonna make you guys feel good, and I get to pretend like I'm a DJ too and put on my DJ voice. But let's see if I can find it. This is called "Good and Plenty" by Alex Isley. Where is it? Here we go. See how smooth it is? Now I was doing that static thing again. Hold on. Gotta fix it. One day I'm gonna get that shit together. Here we go. That's a smooth voice, right, guys? say lucky day may be on here too let's see no it's masego and jack dying is on here i know y'all like it i like this one too Guys, should definitely check out more of Alex Isley's work. She has really, really good songs. Like a lot of them are in like this, this vein, this vibe. But you'll like them. Um, now we're gonna get to the next song that we have. Let me find it on the other phone. Let's try this one. This one getting hot quick. You want a mountain? Yeah. I put you on top. 
This is Shoulda featuring Babyface by Lucky Day. So fucked up, girl. You can find this. The links for all the songs played in this podcast today will be included in the description below. And as usual, guys, I've enjoyed you. I hope you enjoyed me. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening wherever you are, wherever time it is, whatever time it is. Um, like, share, and subscribe. Share this podcast with your people. And again, I really do appreciate y'all rocking with me for this long. Even though I'm not always here and consistent, but I'm definitely going to try to continue to be more consistent for you guys and, and just keep producing at a top-tier level for you guys. If you have anything you want me to add to the show, any ideas, comments, suggestions, write in. But always like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Enjoy y'all night. And be safe and be nice to each other, guys. And don't say things you don't mean because sometimes... You cannot take those things back. Sometimes you only get one time to do it right. And you don't want to ever have to live your life with regrets. Because if you live your life with regrets, you'll probably die with them too. And that's not a way to live. But be safe out there. Wear a mask. If you live in the Atlanta area, make sure you get out and vote for John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock for Senate. Early voting started this week. If you live in Fulton County, you can go vote anywhere in Fulton County. Go to State Farm Arena. You might be in and out. Good night, good morning, good evening, and good night, wherever you are.